San Diego is world-renowned for its beaches, sunshine, and craft beer. But according to the UT's food critic, pizza needs to be on that list as well. In the past decade, the number of wood-fired pizza restaurants has exploded. Unlike other parts of the nation like Chicago or New York, San Diego doesn't have hard and fast pizza traditions that limit creativity. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Michelle Parente, you're the food critic for the Union Tribune, and recently you released something that was near and dear to you, the best pizzas in San Diego. This sounds like gargantuan task. How did you start doing this? Oh, well, I started when I was a child, basically uh, growing up in New York and eating pizza all the time. Um, You know, it's not like um, I specifically go out for pizza. It's just that um, in the last couple of years, there have been so many places that have opened that have served unbelievable wood-fired pizza. So I kept ordering it as part of my reviews. And I said, I've got to do something because the quality of pizza in San Diego has just exploded. And what are some of the reasons why this has become such a boom? Because it seems like over the past several years, it's just become kind of part of the San Diego repertoire. Yes, I think, and you know, this might be controversial, but I think it's because there is this group of Italian immigrants that has settled here in the last like five, six, eight years, and they are importing the highest quality flour from Italy. They're bringing these Neapolitan pizza ovens with them. They've got names and everything. They're using the highest quality ingredients, their tomatoes, their cheese, their prosciutto. And they know what they're doing, not to say that others don't, but the pizza that San Diego has enjoyed for decades is sort of like throwback pizza, you know, like New York style, a little bit greasy, you can fold it, you know, sort of weird looking pepperoni. Um, And then little by little, it's really changed. And, you know, somebody said to me on Twitter that the pizzas that I recommended are foo-foo pizza. And he doesn't believe that they're real pizzas. And I get that. There's like two camps. It's sort of like going to Las Vegas and only staying downtown and only staying on the strip. It's like one or the other. Yeah. And when you kind of give us a landscape of the kind of kinds of San Diego pizza, because as you already kind of hinted, there is this kind of dichotomy of styles. Yes. So the classic is the Neapolitan because that is their most famous export. Um, And so what we all like generally consider as, you know, pizza is the round pie with the thin, crispy crust. That's Neapolitan pizza and most of it's cooked in wood ovens. Um, Then there's Roman um, pizza al taglio, which is square in a sheet pan and cut by the slice. It's a little thicker. Um, It could really hold toppings well. Then new to town is this Milanese style from Ambrogio 15, which is our number one pizza in San Diego. And it is 
super thin and crackly. Um, and it is just the most wonderfully flavored crust. And it's all in the crust and it's all in the sauce. So if you don't have a great crust, um, then Il Dandi, which is our second best pizza, is from Calabria. And they use a, like a disproportionate uh, amount of water versus flour, which gives their crust like an amazing texture that you will find nowhere else. Yeah, I'm already hungry. I just ate lunch. <laughs> I know. I just <laughs> ate lunch, too, and I would love some pizza. Mm-hmm. So when you look at your top 10 list, what do you see as the kind of resounding themes or elements that kind of gets them to that level? Like, what are the things they have in common? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a bunch of them are on my best Italian restaurant list as well, and I indicated that with the asterisks. And I just think that um, there is this new elevated quality of Italian food in San Diego and pizza is a part of that. And again, it's it's the quality of the ingredients and the care that goes into it. Now, I did include some old style pizza places in my honorable mention and uh, Bronx pizza is in my top 10 and you cannot get more old style than Bronx pizza. So would you say Bronx Pizza is the closest to the kind of one that you grew up with? Yes, absolutely. And I grew up in the Bronx, um, even though that place has like Yankee paraphernalia all over. So I like start twitching the second I walk in. Um, But it's really good. And it's that kind of pizza that you pick up with your hands and you fold. Yeah, on the kind of spectrum of pizzas, I tend to fall on the more New York side. But they all sound amazing. Yeah, they are amazing. So let's focus on the winner. What are the things that really separates the number one from the rest of the list? Okay. Well, you know, this Milanese-style crust, I wasn't really familiar with it because not only am I Southern Italian, but most New Yorkers are Southern Italian. And so our standard for pizza is Neapolitan. And look, I'm gesturing with my hands here. Um, Our standard for pizza is the classic round Neapolitan or the square Sicilian in my case. There are really no Sicilian pies in San Diego that I have found. Those are square, thick, closer to the Roman pizza al taglio. Um, And this Milanese pizza was like a revelation. The first time I tried it, I was like, where did this come from? How can it be so thin and stay so crispy, even though it has sauce and cheese? Um, And they import this burrata from Puglia in Italy, And if you don't know what burrata is, think of a a mozzarella that explodes with cream when you cut into it. It is amazing. And they have one of the best burratas I've ever had at the centerpiece of their signature burrata and prosciutto pizza. And, you know, after that, you can basically just hang it up. You never have to eat anything else. Yeah, that does sound amazing. (laughs) So also on the list, you have some that are more, I would say, are on the more American spectrum of pizzas. Mm -hmm. Why don't you kind of explain those? Oh, well, like Urban Wood, for example, you know, no one's going to pretend that Brian Malarkey is Italian, least of all Brian Malarkey, but he can make a mean pizza. So he has, you know, wood-fired ovens. And he's got a great crust. And every time I go to Urban Wood, um, which is often, um, I order a pizza. And so, you know, for brunch, we ordered their lox, their salmon lox with like 
caviar pops. Um, and, you know, again, a purist would think that is not pizza, but it mm-hmm. is and it's delicious. And I think that part of what makes San Diego so unique, um, like L.A., is that we don't have this, you know, a carved in stone tradition of how pizza is supposed to look, how it's supposed to taste, what it's supposed to be topped with. So there's an experimentation going on here that's fabulous. Um, I think like a really interesting find for me was Tribute Pizza. I hadn't been there before and I was talking to one of our colleagues and I was telling her what I was working on and she said, well, where does Tribute fall on your list? And I'm like, oh my God, I haven't been there. We went that night and it made number six on the list because it was fabulous. And we went and sent a photographer and the photographer keeps talking about the pizza there. And what Tribute is, is it pays homage to pizzas all over the country. And so there's every style of pizza and there were types of pizzas that I had never had before. And it's just a really fun vibe in North Park and um, that, to me, is was the most fun part of this story, like finding places like that. Yeah, and sometimes they have pizzas that are like homages to things in the news or something cultural. So that's always fun to uh-huh. have like a meme pizza. A meme pizza. <laughs> that would, oh God, what would be today's meme pizza? Um, go on. I, I, <laughs> Let's not. I'm going to not answer that question. <laughs> so, additionally, with this kind of openness when it comes to pizza. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you see on a menu that's a red flag and you're not going to order? Well, you know, I never, ever, ever would eat pineapple on a pizza. And that's like a cliche, but no, I am just not going to do that. Um, For the most part, though, I think that San Diegans, you know, we love our arugula and that's on there. I've seen kale on a pizza. I'm okay with that. Um, you know, I think that they get a little too overloaded some places with ingredients. It's like you have to be able to taste something. If you've got 20 toppings on something, calm down. But for the most part, I like to experiment. I love California Pizza Kitchen for the barbecue. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The barbecue chicken pizza is amazing. I love Sammy's Pizza. I think that Sammy's does a really good job in playing around with like a lot of different ingredients. That's like, to me, a quintessential California pizza. And, um, you know, like the the Wolfgang Puck, um, who started the trend of the California pizza at Spago with his smoked salmon and caviar and creme fraiche, um, you know, go for it. That's what makes living in California fabulous. We've got all these great ingredients. We can play by our own rules and we don't care if we're being judged. Certainly. And that's one thing that I tend to follow, too, is that, like, any pizza that's overloaded, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You might as well have, like, two or three things that really kind of work together because right. the pizza's like, you know, it's like a chorus or right. something. Right, right. Well, and, you know, that is sort of the basic tenet of Italian food. Everybody's always asking me why the food tastes so good in Italy. Well, there are a lot of reasons behind that. But one of the the main reasons, I think, is that you can actually taste the flavors because simplicity is key. Mm-hmm. You know, olive oil, basil, tomato, cheese, done. And so like a margarita pizza. If you ever want to see if a place is good, order the margarita, which is just simple basil, mozzarella, and tomato sauce. And if you can't make a good margarita, you need to get out of the pizza oven. 
Mm-hmm. That's usually what pizza I do first when I <laughs> go to a new pizza place. First try the, the simple pizza mm-hmm. and then see if it's worth going right. on the crazy right. ones. What are you hiding with all those ingredients anyway? You know, it's yeah. like more is more. No, less is more when it comes to pizza, I think, anyway. So um, I think it's also worth noting that number 10 on the list, Buena Frichetta, perhaps is the first that comes to a lot of people's yes. mind just because that brand's popularity. Correct. When do you explain its ranking? Well, you know, I have to say it is a victim of its own success in my mind. Um, it's always too crowded. They don't take reservations. And I am not waiting in line for pizza. Mm-hmm. I don't wait in line basically for anything. And I'm certainly not going to wait in line for pizza. And, you know, it's good. Um, but I don't think it um, maybe merits all of the accolades that it gets. I think it's good enough to make it onto the top 10, but it is number 10 because um, part of it is I think it's a little overrated. Um, And in truth, I think it only made the list because of the pizza sandwich at Petco Park, which is one of the genius inventions uh, in the culinary world in San Diego. If you've never been, I go to Petco Park for three things. I go for the Mr. Softy soft serve, the pizza sandwich from Buona Forchetta, and baseball. Mm-hmm. In that order. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> when you were reviewing pizzas and kind of keeping it in the back of your mind, were there any things that you think that San Diego needs to improve on when it comes to pizza culture? Um, no, actually. I think this is one of the few areas where there's a huge diversity. The quality is pretty high. And I think the reaction from readers is such that they everybody has their favorite place that they love, which means there's a lot of places out there. And I think most readers were in agreement that this is a pretty great pizza town. And we're known for a lot of things, craft beer, tacos, beaches, whatever. Pizza needs to be one of them, I think. Yeah, it's one of those things that like, it's probably never going to be in a tourism commercial, but it deserves to be. (laughs) It deserves to be, absolutely. And you hinted at it, but what was the reaction from this article, which we published online yesterday? Well, I think that most people were pretty polite, which I appreciate. Um, And like I said, they do agree that San Diego is a great pizza town, but they always, always have to share with me the one that they think I overlooked, which I'm fine. I'm only one person. There's only so much I can eat. And, um, you know, I, I... called for suggestions beforehand on Twitter and in the newsroom and in my circle. But um, yeah, they some people were a little peeved that I uh, didn't remember uh, Mr. Mr. Moto Pizza, Pumalo, for example. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't get there. Yeah, there's only so much you can do. And, and it's right. one of those things that's like San Diego is such a neighborhoody place. Right. And having your own favorite pizza is kind of part of that culture. Right. I have one. I, it made the honorable mention list. It's a Brooklyn Pizzeria in Grantville. Mm-hmm. And um, I would have been upset if it wasn't on there. All right. I'm hungry again. <laughs> Michelle Parente, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, Daniel. In other entertainment news, San Diego native RuPaul will make some TV history on Saturday when the star of RuPaul's Drag Race becomes the first drag performer to host Saturday Night Live. Justin Bieber will be the musical guest. Born and raised in San Diego, RuPaul attended Crawford High School before moving to Atlanta at the age of 15. 
After spending years in the underground club scene, RuPaul broke into the mainstream with the 1992 disco tune, Supermodel, You Better Work, which hit 45 on the Billboard charts. The award-winning RuPaul's Drag Race debuted on VH1 in 2009. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. This podcast is produced by myself, and editing help this week came from business editor Diana McCabe, arts entertainment editor Michael Rocha, and digital creative director Beto Alvarez. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app, and support our journalism by signing up for our print digital products at unionjib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.